Uh, Quincy, it goes to you. Alright, <clears throat> so this guy hasn't given up yet, so I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna, keep, I'm gonna keep on him. Um, I will do, take a free action though before I do anything to say, look, I, I, I don't want to hurt you, you could just give it up. Your, I mean, your friend's down there got his leg blown off. Go to a fucking retirement home, you daft fucking cunt! And so, yeah, he's gonna try to bring his gun up again, but... Okay. Um... Uh, that is a... 21 to hit. Okay, uh, that is a hit, yeah. Yeah, so he, uh, I... Uh, he needs to make another save to see if, see if he's paralyzed or not. Okay. Uh, and I think actually the, uh, I think actually you don't need to make a save if you make two consecutive attacks. Okay. Uh, let me double check. I so, think, yeah, I feel like there's some sort of Paralyzed. Um, a slow target if the sale save must rise more. Or on a second successful attack, the target is paralyzed. Okay. Um, yeah. So where do you hit him this time? Um, so this time, because I'm a little, I'm a little miffed. Yeah. I go all the way up his arm. <laughs> <laughs> so you go boom, 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 boom. And yeah, so, yeah. so like very quickly I just it man all the way up his arm. Yeah, and he just, yeah, his arm just is frozen in place, almost bent double, and the gun just clatters the gun. What the fuck? And then... And then as, and, as you do that, just to hit him in the, in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just collapses to the ground. I hit your pressure points as you just punch a dude in the throat. <laughs> yeah. Your weakest pressure point, your face. <laughs> Um, All right. Yeah, and then I'm going to uh, take my move action to apply handcuffs. Okay, sure, that works. Uh, soon enough, you have uh, both of his hands cuffed behind his back. Yeah. And as you do and I that, take his gun. Okay, uh, Thalestra, it's going to you. You see that these two guys are trying to uh, cut this bundle free, and they seem to be going at it. By their turn, next turn, they should be able to. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to be able to hack their way through fairly soon. I web them too! <laughs> <laughs> you fools! You never dealt with the source! Okay, <laughs> you idiot! Okay, now I'm going to need you to make an attack roll with this. They okay. show up, just like a dome. Yeah. And there's like, there's like a guy three layers deep. He's like, you trying to breathe through like a fucking like straw. Okay, so I roll this and then plus what? Um... Um, yes, you're 6R, so roll uh, roll that 2 to 10 and add 6. 16. Ooh, that's a hit. Okay, awesome, right. awesome. Uh, so it's a snare ability, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, so they've they got to make a reflex save. Okay, let's see what they can do. This is going to end up like one of those Spider-Man yeah. PS4 fights where you yeah. like, you've webbed fucking people to yeah, everything. Like everyone is webbed to every object. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so one of the guys just looks up at his friend and, yeah, just a smile across the face. Don't worry, lad. We'll get her free soon enough, and soon once we get her back to, and then suddenly, and he is plastered to the ground. It's literally so much web that it like knocks him off the like the fucking thing and onto the ground. No, he's uh he's they're on now, the ground. They're stuck to the thing. Yeah, like, he's on the ground. Um, and also, um, I have upgraded, or your ability has an upgrade that allows you to obscure one of his senses. So if you want, you can like it can cover his eyes, his ears, or his mouth so that he can't speak. What hey, you can I cover his sense of breathing? Exactly? <laughs> um, his sense of life? <laughs> that is a, technically a suffocate power. I'm going to say it's either the nose or the mouth. It's okay. Um, eyes make the most sense. Okay. okay. Uh, question. How much did he fail that save by? Uh, a lot. Uh, okay, on a reflex save fails by five or more, uh, the target is bound and helpless. Yep, he's helpless. Yep. So, yeah, he's just rig- he's wriggling on the ground, screaming, and his buddy, Jesus, Mickey! Look, what the fuck are they doing here? And, yeah, 
Uh, so the other guy is clearly terrified. Your next and, other guy. Yeah. Uh, then it's going to go back up to the top. Adam, you again. Okay, so... Um, your puppet broke his strings. Yeah, we've got Phil and Fred, <laughs> who are having a bit of a moment. Uh, um, uh, Phil and Frankie. Phil and Frankie. Yeah. And then there were two others who were shooting. Have they been dealt with? Uh, uh, there's the, the Earthbender. Yeah. Um, there was a second guy by the Earthbender, I think. Yes, he is in the truck with you. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and there's the guy on the crane that's... So, to clarify the state of these members of the McCarthy family, yeah. um, the one behind the crane has been uh, cuffed by Quincy. Uh, Frankie is, um, yeah, maybe a... Mad as hell. Uh, nearly missing a leg, a few minutes from probably bleeding out. Um, and Phil is, uh, yeah, mad as hell. Um, now... Now free of your control, he's uninjured. Yeah. The guy behind the pillar is full of shrapnel, and he looks like he's a couple of hit points away from going down for good. Jeez. And the two guys that were trying to cut uh, the bundle free, uh, one of them is plastered to the ground, the other one's screaming in terror as he's trying to uh, see the source of it. And finally, the guy who seemed to have earth control powers and stuff has been completely winded and is bent double, sputtering for air. You shot him, right? Yes. yes. I shot him. As Quincy loads another bullet and just is looking no, 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 at no. At Chip. No, Chip. Chip, sorry. Yeah. No, it's Quincy. Quincy's loading a bullet this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to shoot this guy who has spent three rounds not killing. Yeah. No, you shoot the other guy. You pick up the gun and I'm like, embrace tranquility. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's your call, man. Okay. Um, ah, man. Hmm. I think Adam's conscience is probably going to get the better of him yeah. at this point. Oh, jeez, what have I done? Yikes. Yikes. Well, I forgot this would happen to you shoot someone with a shotgun. Yeah. Don't worry, I, I accidentally set a man on fire with a flamethrower. It happens. Uh, yeah, Frankie needs medical attention. I think the best way to deal with this is try to get them... Man, they really don't want to surrender, though, huh? Um, I mean, value your safety first. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, the big problem is that I don't have cover, and they can still both shoot me. No, we have cover again. Oh, we have cover. Yeah, again? yeah, oh, yeah because I, because the uh, the 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 earth bending. You got got. I shot. Gave us cover back. Okay. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Quincy's down to save. To not let all these people die, but also, like, don't get yourself killed trying to save someone who's mm -hmm. shooting at you. Yeah, that's something, cool. something, don't fall for the hero syndrome. Yeah, okay, uh, since I have cover, that's okay. I'm gonna try and diplomacy my way out of this. Um, so Adam is gonna kind of lean around the pillar uh, and go, Phil, you're in a bad spot, look around you. This fight isn't gonna last all that much longer, and I think you know where it's headed. If you put the gun down now, might be able to cut you a deal, you and your friends. And we'll make sure that Frankie there gets a bandage around his leg and doesn't bleed out here in an abandoned building. It's a hell of a way to die. Okay, that last bit, uh, make me a diplomacy check with advantage. <laughs> Real shitty way to die, just start, god awful. Start making up backstory. Remember when Frankie saved your sister from that burning building? Are you, <laughs> are you really gonna let him die? <laughs> uh, you need telepathy to be able to understand what's going on in uh, Phil's head. <laughs> so just start lying? Yep. <laughs> Rod, Rod, remember when Frankie did that thing? Um, tell you what, um, make me a bluff check as well. Uh, okay, well, for the diplomacy with advantage, hmm. I got um, 29. Oh lot, my god! I have a lot of ranks in diplomacy. I mean, I'd imagine... New party face right here. <laughs> yeah, and for the bluff check, um, 
That's a... 18. 18. Okay. Um, alright. Yeah, um, you try to think about anything else to say, but nothing really comes to mind. Yeah, I think I did pretty good in the first. Yeah. Yeah. So, and... Alright! Alright, just... I'll put the, and he just drops the shotgun, and it actually goes off by his feet. Oh, <laughs> directly into Frankie. <laughs> no, it misses Frankie, but Frankie screams again. Is like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And he just puts it. All right, I'll cut a deal. I'll cut a deal. Just please, just put a tourniquet on my man or something. I don't want him to die. Great. Um. So since I have the hide and plane sight ability, yeah. I'm gonna run out. But I'm gonna run out, kind of like try to sure. stealth, stay low to the ground. Zigzag. Okay. Zigzag. Rudy, run. Yeah. Go um, ahead. So I'll just roll that. Um, that's a 15 plus uh, 13, so 28. Excellent. So okay. I'm going to run over there, and I'm, I guess on my next turn, I'll, I'll put him in zap traps or something. Okay. Um, yeah, you are... Yeah. So, yeah, you're over there, and um, I'm going to say that with the exact angle you are behind Phil, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the other enemies nearby won't be able to see you. Great. So, um, yeah, and then it's going to go to them. So the guy behind the pillar, starting off, who's been heavily injured, is going to look around wildly, and he's going to see you, Thalestra, and he is going to try to fire at you, but with where you are, you currently have... Well, he has to roll with disadvantage to hit you. Okay, that sucks. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, you duck behind cover just in time as the bullets wing out into the open air and fade from sight. And meanwhile, the other fellow who is um, by his friend who just got webbed, uh, he's going to look around wildly. He's also going to see you, and he's going to try to do the same, but... 13... Um, okay, and I believe your defense is pretty high. Uh, sure, let me help you out here. Uh, here you go. You have a defense of 17, and he rolled a 14, so he misses. So yeah, more bullets go by you. They are just wasting their turns trying to hit you. Fools. Yeah. Do you say that in character? Like, just, fools! Yes, but I say it more like, fools! Yeah. Um, alright. Goth- <laughs> Screams gothically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, that's what, uh, they do. Meanwhile, the guy who's webbed up is going to try to break free. Um... Yeah, I believe with the rank of your snare, he, yeah, he just can't. He is just frantically wriggling, just screaming as he's completely blinded as well. And the guy in the truck, at the same time, Franklin, he's going to try and... Shoot me again? Yeah, with disadvantage. Yeah. Um, that is a 13 to hit you. That, I think, is defense. Oh, defense rating. 13! Okay. Let's see. <laughs> this one actually, uh, there's a particularly um, yeah thick patch of fur on your jaws, a result of the bugbear's toughness, and it just impacts your jaw, just glances off. Just, yeah, it's bugbear toughness. It's just yeah. like in real life. Mm. <laughs> you fuzzy, Harry. Um, yeah, I can't talk though. I'm the same. But uh, yeah, so yeah, it just glances off, and you, then you just slowly turn your head to look at him again. I'm getting real tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Um, yeah, uh, Phil is going to, yeah, uh, he's going to rip his belt off and he's going to kneel down and just try to tie it around his buddy's leg to make a medicine check. Um, yeah, he's not good at it. Uh, 
Phil's good for, at a lot of things, but helping people as opposed to hurting them, uh, yeah, not, he only got a three on that, so. Cuts off the other leg. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, and, yeah, there's just too much blood. He's fumbling around with his belt. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, I think, um, the only person left is the short man who's bending over winded, and he just looks up and, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck all of you. And... It, he reaches out and he's going to wrench, and you can hear something in uh, uh -oh. the interior of the building buckle. Uh -oh. And suddenly something begins to slowly rumble. Uh -oh. And you can sense with your tremor sense as well as you, Thalestra, that he just made something very important and very solid cease to exist. Mm -hmm. um, we should go. Yeah. Something very load bearing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. How big is this building? A uh, decently sized. Mm, all right. Uh, yeah. So Chip, it's your turn. All right. So I, you can't, you can't kill him and undo it. So. No, I, I understand that. I don't need to kill him and undo it. Just gonna blow up one of his legs. Mm. You can't concentrate on spells. You're bleeding out. Well, I'm just gonna like go up to him. Yep. Like, with another slug loaded, yep. at point-blank range, aim at him and say, fix it. Mm. Wow. We're allowed to kill people now? Gosh. No, no, he's going to say fix it, so he's yeah. intimidating. Yeah, I'm intimidating. Oh, okay. okay. Whatever. <laughs> so. <laughs> so excited for murder. <laughs> Wait, I can kill people? Seriously, I have this one guy in my clutches right now, like... 25. Ooh. Okay. And he just pants. <sighs> well, wait for that. Even if I wanted to. Sorry. I hope you can run fast at least. I'm standing next to him. Yeah. <laughs> if he can't get out. Yeah. I think... I don't think he intended to get out. Mm. Uh, yeah. Man, these, uh, these criminals. Such loyalty. Such willingness to throw their own bodies in the way of something. Whatever that thing's in the... In, whatever that thing is. Yeah. And meanwhile, you hear Phil screams behind you as he's frantically apologizing to Frankie over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, but aside from that... I it, think the rest of them probably would have given up, but it's just this guy. Um, you know, this being, fucker. This yeah. guy being a sore loser. Uh, Franklin, goes to you. Uh, damn. Okay, well, I want to get this... Okay, so if the building collapses... You you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah it, it's collapsing, but I'm trying to think, like, because it's, it's, if it's, like, uh, a vertical collapse, it's not going to be too much... Rubble in the immediate area. It's mostly going to be dust and particulate. Yeah. But, okay. Well, what kind of collapse is it going to be? Um, it's probably. I love that treasure. Trevor, that yeah, Trevor says. Um, we have an idea. I assume of how it's, it's going to collapse. You feel like yeah, it's starting to come down a vertical collapse. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I just do like a point down. Okay. <laughs> okay. So mm, yeah. Because I'm uh, basically, we can't really get out of here because we can't get the package out of the way. Yeah. And we also have a duty to make sure that these guys don't die in the ensuing collapse. All right. We have a duty to themselves. try to save them to the best of our abilities, yeah. but not to compromise our own lives to do so. Yeah. Um, like, I will say this: you do have a guy in the driver's seat of the truck. Yeah, but nobody else can like get to. I, like, was everyone else able to get to the truck? Well, I mean, it's not going to collapse immediately. All right. So like, I think, I, I, how long would I say that we have? Mm, not next turn, but definitely the turn after. Okay. Uh, so I'm basically just going to turn to the guy and basically see, like, truce for two seconds. <laughs> Wait. The building's fucking collapsing. Truce for two goddamn seconds. 
All right, that's that's fair, Copper. <laughs> See, this guy's reasonable. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to attempt to basically grab the box cutter of one of the guys, uh, get the package untangled, and then get myself and it into the truck. Okay. Oh, do you think you can break through my webs? <laughs> no. With you, firepower, dude. I do, but I don't have them equipped. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. I, I pause and I go to the menu. And I change, change yeah. that out. Troy, we've already established that changing power is not a free action. Yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah, I'm attempting to get the this package, whatever it is, into the truck so it's safe. Okay. All right. So I'm imagining it's a coffin. No, it's, we we've established it's like wrapped up in something. Okay. Yeah. Well, it could still be a coffin. No, oh, maybe. Very okay. Tiny um, coffin. Like, so yeah, you jump out of the so back of the truck. Maybe yeah. there's a cat in it. Ooh, um, cat mummy. You run over to the package that's caught up in all the webbing. Um, that's your move action. You still have a standard action if you want to do something to try and... Uh... Smoke screen. Also, there's a guy who's like right next to the... Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. There are two men. One of them webbed up, blinded, screaming. The other one unwebbed up, also screaming. For different reasons. Yes. Alright. Uh, well, I basically give him... I basically are you just... trying to save the package or save the guy? <laughs> well, I'm not going to save him. <laughs> He's not a key witness. Um, Alright, yeah. Uh, I'm basically going to give him the same offer that the other that I gave the other guy. And basically say, like, help me undo this so that whatever's in here doesn't die. Wait, actually, well, if we're assuming it's a vampire. Yeah. It'll be fine, actually. So the main thing that yeah, is... Yeah, but then we have to dig it out. And it might escape during that period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the vampire wakes up while it's under all the rubble, it's going to be, first of all, very unhappy. And, mm-hmm. But second of all, be able to get out, probably. Mm-hmm. I could just spend my turn uh, adding some points to my... You could just spend eternity inside this web. How would it get out? <laughs> that's, that's Celestra, shoot a big dome that stops the rubble from collapsing on top of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do the Spider-Man thing. Create a sword and a shield out of webbing. Yes. And then a web ball to roll away. Yeah. <laughs> I can create objects. I can create a lot of objects. Um. Yeah, that's reasonably... Really that could reasonably could, have... Could Celestra, like... Delay the building's collapse by using webs. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to hold the two ends of the ferry together. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. You just need to spray some stuff. You know, make some load-bearing uh, structures. I don't think I care foam. enough about. This. <laughs> I don't care enough about this building to. That's true. Exactly. That's it. That's if in character. Guys, that's yeah, that's yeah, all more character. Perhaps if you guys well, told me to do it, I might feel like doing it. But if nobody's suggesting it, that's absolutely all right. Not well, I'm basically just gonna spend my action then. Using one of the box cutters to cut the uh, the thing, and if the other guy looks like he points a gun at me, I'm just gonna basically like go, "Not the time, Sonny, not the time." So you're just gonna ignore him? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, and after, so yeah, you uh, pick up the box cutter that the other one had dropped when he was webbed up, and you just begin hacking away at this thing. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna say that by your next turn, you should have should be able to free whatever whatever's underneath. Okay. So after you, it then goes back to Quincy. Um, so with my super strength, yeah. could I throw the guy that I paralyzed into the car from here? And how likely would he die? <laughs> from downtown! <laughs> yeah, can I dunk um, him? <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to make a strength check. Okay. I'm going to need you to make a ranged attack roll. <laughs> oh my god. I need you to roll okay. a soul. I just want to know if he'll die if I fail, because I'm not going to kill a man. Um... <laughs> Are you just gonna like look down at the cap of the window, see the guy in the driver's seat, and go like, um, <laughs> maybe the question we'll back in the car. The open, question, right? yeah. the question you should be asking yourself is, what would happen if you miss? I, 
I mean, the thing is, like, if like the difference between the back of the car and the ground is so marginal that chances are whatever you throw him into is gonna fucking hurt. Like, the only way it could be worse is if you, like, throw him, like, upright, and he, like, hits the side of the car, like, with his yeah. spine. The floor is concrete. Outside the building, it is mud and dirt. And okay, fine. I'm gonna pick him up and run to you the car. You guys realize that I have ten legs? Super oh. strength. Okay, uh, You have eight legs and two arms. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Eight legs. I'll, I'll pick him up like a sack of potatoes. My yep. super strength, I'll just jump down and, and run to the car. Okay, so... Yeah, okay, so you choose the not fun option. Okay. I don't um, want to kill the man! I spent right. three turns not killing I'm him! I'm saying if you threw him like a javelin and he hit the side of the truck, it would be hilarious! Yes. It would also probably paralyze him for life! Yes! Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Okay. Look, I only paralyzed him for the amount of times that's reasonable <laughs> for me to paralyze So, you throw him over your shoulder and you begin old man running your way um, out of the building. Yes. Okay, um... Every time... I'm not some for some reason I'm walking and then someone looks away and they look back and I'm way closer than I should be. <laughs> okay. You have them Jason powers? Yes. Okay, so you do that and then um, after you it goes to Celestra once again. So you're on the side of the building and you yeah. feel like it's definitely gonna come down not uh, not next round, but in the next twelve seconds. Yeah. Okay. How um, convenient. So how fast can I move? Um, pretty decently fast. You could definitely clear the area with two actions if you wanted to. Yeah. Is there, there's no set, like, I guess there's a standard movement speed, and then you've got bonuses you can get to get to make that faster, correct? Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, regarding character development, you could definitely invest points and make yourself faster if you wanted to. There is a super speed power. Yeah, and I will say that the Lester can take a certain amount of ranks of it if she wanted to. Um... Well, basically what I want to do is run down, grab people who are slow, and then run out of the building. Okay. Do um, have time to do that? Sure, absolutely you do. Um, okay. If you want, um, you can, if you web somebody up, they also would have the tethered aspect, meaning you can re reel them in oh to you God. as well. I could just drag them? Yeah. I think that would be a little bit... Uh... We're going bass fishing. Um, yeah, but what the last yeah. thing that was cruel... I don't know. That's you're right. You're right. Wouldn't Thalestra <laughs> think this is cruel? Right, I mean, right, that's right. a that's an interesting question in and of itself. The real question is, how much does Thalestra like fishing? Okay. But, um, mm. Who are the slower people? Um, I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, the I guy nearly you, missing. I didn't know that you were missing a leg. No, not me. Uh, Frankie, <laughs> the oh, other guy. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna say that Frankie is automatically the slowest person in, okay. in here. Um, yeah, I don't really care so much about the criminals. I mean, okay. who's on the team is like the, um, the slow runners. Like you obviously, take a... Franklin is fine because he's immaterial. He yeah. Franklin's okay. Um, Adam seems to be the furthest back in the building. Mm -hmm. uh, Which one? That one. Me. Okay. The yeah. one whose first name is Adam. Okay, <laughs> um, the one that you actually have never spoken to before this okay. incident. Yeah. Hey, who's that guy? He's got a police badge. You also, I mean, so Adam, like, comes around the building and just sees this gigantic fucking spider crawling towards <laughs> him. Uh, yeah, so... This uh, is it. This is how I die. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's see. Um, I'll, uh... Uh, yeah, I'll run through and just grab everybody in my two hands, but yep. I have super strength, so uh -huh. I can just grab them anyway. Okay, um, so you <laughs> run into the building, um, skittering across the floor. I leave the, the guy who's stuck to the floor, because I'm not gonna un yeah. him. Yeah, okay. He's in a great process. He 
So, you begin skittering across the floor. Um, yeah, Adam, there is an unholy monstrosity running towards you on all eight of its legs. Holy shit! Yeah, and without a word, uh, she stops directly in front of the two guys. Um, she grabs a still-screaming Frankie, throws him onto her back, like onto her thorax, and then just grabs uh, the other one with her other hand, and then she's reaching out towards you. I'm, actually, I'm holding for this. all of them in my two hands. Okay, that's that's I'm fine. Not, I'm not putting anyone on my back. They can okay. like, stab me in the back. Of okay, the head. okay. They bleed on my carapace. You got yeah. you got Frankie in one hand and Phil in the other. Yeah, it's just like bags of garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, she's got a. Uh, the good guys. <laughs> yeah, she's got both of them by the scruffs of their coats. Um, I'm pretty sure I crushed someone with an actual dumpster at one point. That was a giant rat. That <laughs> <crushed. Yes. laughs> Like, um, just to be clear, it was a rat the size of a cocker spaniel. Right. Yeah. So a big rat. Uh-huh. I mean, what do you even do in a situation like that? My body puppeting doesn't work on spider Just, like, you go to try it, and you go like, how do I, the legs, are, huh? I think Adam If I just... fail, would it control me? <laughs> no, third and bleeding. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I think at this point, Adam would just turn and start running. <laughs> yeah, okay then. Well, uh, let which actually takes us back Running, to the top. Running, eh? That's something Prey would do. <laughs> <laughs> You've got. Do you, please tell me you say that to him in character. Um, the top of initiative. Uh, Adam, it's your turn again. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, time to get the fuck out of there. You book it, and uh, you begin sprinting, and uh, you're able to make it to the back of the van. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, seems like a very, I guess, do I know that someone's in the driver's seat and about um, to go? You can see a couple of figures inside. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it seems like a risky move to jump into the back of a van, not knowing if someone's going to drive it, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm assuming you I can You don't want to be grabbed by the spider person? Mm. Not really. It's a sure way out. Um, <laughs> out, of, out of something, yes. yeah. Um, Just jump into a random car. Out of this you. mortal plane. Mm. But I, I can see Quincy running towards the van. I know that Franklin's there, so I'm going to head there as well. Yeah. Okay. Franklin's packing away at a bunch of web on the ground. Right, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I imagine as you get close, it just says, Into the truck! Into the van! Into the truck! Okay. okay. Um. So, yeah, that's... Uh, so, yeah, you hop into the back of the van, and then it's going to go to the enemy's turn. So, um, the guy still webbed to the ground is still wriggling and screaming. Um, the one with the pistol sees you, then he just looks around at the collapsing building and says, Alright, 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 and then he just grabs uh, his box cutter and begins trying to hack his friend free, desperately working as fast as he can. Huh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, and the one that's still in the back of the van that you tried to ghost touch is just, Floor it, mate! Floor it! Floor it! And the driver is just, I gotta wait till everyone's in here! Um, yeah, the ones that are being hauled up by Euthalestra are all... Yeah, they're... Yeah, um, I'm gonna say that Phil, seeing your face, uh, just only a few feet away from his, he's just gonna see you and he's... This is just gonna be, uh, too much for Phil and he's just gonna just go limp in your hands. Just completely pass out. Jeez. Yeah. And, uh, a rough day. Yeah, Frankie's... Bad day for these guys. Yeah, Frankie's screams are beginning to slow as you're starting to realize he's maybe looking a little pale. Um, and, uh, yeah. Aside from that, the only other person I can think of would probably be Michael, uh, who is the shorter fellow who's still with you. Um, yeah. And Chip. Sorry, so, still with, uh... Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah, I'm... Yeah, so, at this, he figures, well... Let's see if I can at least take one. And so, make wow. a reflex saving throw. Okay. Uh, I think 
I am not great, but not terrible. All right. That. But I rolled terribly. Uh, <laughs> ten. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Suddenly, you feel concrete begin to shift around your feet, and suddenly it comes up and it wraps no. itself around your ankles. Concrete booties. Fuck. Yeah. No. You are now. Uh. S- yeah. You are now snared. You're slowed, but you are not completely immobilized. So yeah, it's definitely hampering your feet. Uh, like it's more like um, manacles of concrete that have wrapped itself around you. So yeah, they are very very heavy. Okay, yeah. time out. And so, I like to imagine he's like, I'm gonna get one. And Chip's like, you realize how much training I had to go through to become a police officer? And he just like starts moving these heavily concreted feet as he's like, later, shitlord. <laughs> This takes me back to the academy. <laughs> I've had hazings worse than this. Ever heard of Edward 40 feet? <laughs> God, that would be the worst. Tying 40 your feet. <laughs> like, trying to, <laughs> trying to get, drink them. Trying by to the like, end, you're so drunk, you're just spilling it all over yourself. <laughs> you're, just like, you're just like feet in the air, ass on the ground, trying to like pour alcohol into your mouth. Yeah, we, we never realized that Chip actually has incredible <laughs> heck flexibility, and this is why. <laughs> Either that, or he's a huge weave and wears weights in his office. <laughs> it's time for me to go all out as he rips off the weighted training badge. <laughs> uh, the climax of the campaign, the glorious return of Chip 40 feet Adams. <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah, uh, this police chakra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chip yeah. just leaves. Chip- Chip is just gonna look at him and just like watch and like do a light jog out. <laughs> and yeah, he just uh, sort of like sighs, looks around. Yeah, that was fucking anticlimactic. <laughs> and he's just gonna slowly hobble after you, just still clutching his stomach. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and then it's gonna go to. Uh, yeah, I believe it's Franklin. Okay, um, so have I finished managing to hack uh, this package? You are finished. There is a package. Okay, so I grab the package. Mm -hmm. Um, so where is everyone? So everyone else is clearly, like, coordinating on this van, correct? Looks like it. Okay. Yeah, I'm literally standing, like, right outside the van just to make sure that the doors are open and you can get in. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to get in. So I jump in, uh, I put the package, I kind of like put the package, like I sort of like jump in, like I sort of like scoop the package up, put it in, and um, I see Chip, I'm assuming, like jogging after us. Yeah, with these like giant rocks. <laughs> yeah. Like, walking yeah. as if you're in like a diving bell. It's like one, <laughs> two, yeah. three. It's like, yeah, it's, it's exactly like, it looks like he's walking along the floor of a swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Um, what can I do here? You just become intangible just in case. I guess, yeah. Um, no, it, intangible requires a full action, so I'm assuming moving the package into the van is a move action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything beyond that. Um, if I can use, can I use my standard action to try and like help chip into the van since it clearly looks like you might have a bit of trouble? Mm. Sure, absolutely. Alright, so yeah, I lay the package down, I see Chip's obviously having some things, so I go over and I do like, uh, the, like throw his arm, uh, like throw his uh, arm over my shoulder, and I'm like, alright, easy, Jesus Christ, those things are heavy. The back of the van noticeably dips as Chip gets in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it's gonna go to Quincy. 
So yeah, Quincy's actually been, so no one noticed, but Quincy's actually been holding the bottom of the van in case it, they try to drive away. Oh. Okay. Oh, one other thing. Um, using my, I dissipate my smoke as a free action. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to use my smoke inhalation to get rid of it quickly. Wow. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so it blows it in and it's all just... And it just all goes back into Franklin. Arguably more upsetting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I mean, fucked up. Now I know where it's been. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been breathing that. Oh, oh the smoke is awful. Alright, so with everyone in now, except for the one guy? Um, except for the Lestra and her, um, uh, human trash bags. Mm. I'm sure she can jump on the top yeah. of the van. So, it's your turn. I will get in the van and close the doors. Or, actually, there is still the two guys... One of whom is webbed up, blinded, and screaming, and his buddy's trying to cut him free. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to grab the guy who is screaming and try to throw him into the van. Okay. Um, yeah, roll me strength just to rip him free of the webbing altogether. Uh, 2d10s. Oh, it's 2d10s. Oh, identical. I rolled a, I rolled a 2 on, on my d20 by accident, and then I rolled okay. two ones. Uh, but I have super strength, so... Um, that's not what you need to worry about, so Quincy, uh. you bend over. You begin pulling, and suddenly there's a creep. Oh, ooh! You oh, shouldn't you have done that. Out your back, old man. <laughs> you can't really move now. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh, sisters. All right. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get try to whip into the car. <laughs> oh boy. Um, ooh, this is hard. And at the end of your turn, it's then gonna go to Thalestra. Yeah. So wait, you like ran over to this guy who's web, and you're like, don't worry. I'm gonna get you out! And you bend over and you're like, ooh, ah, actually. Should have looked you with my knees. It is audible. <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Like, it is a crick that is heard throughout the entire collection. <laughs> Throughout the yeah, land. You, you see, in return for having the, the his creepy old man like moving without being seen abilities, he had to trade it in for the for the, the I have old man kryptonite. <laughs> I have both all the strengths and all the weaknesses of being an old man. Indeed, osteoporosis. So, um, arthritis. The Lustra, it goes back to you. Okay, so you just tell me when I run out of the ability to do things. Okay. Um. I'm going to hold both guys in one hand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, slash at the web to pull the other guy out. Okay, you run over. Thank you, Joey. And uh, ideally, if I'm Is- able to, I'm going to grab all four guys, including Quincy, and book it. You have grabbed... Um, can she grab the guy who's left up? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that you have to make a choice mm-hmm. at this point. You can get either the guy in the webbing, mm-hmm. or you can get Quincy. I mean, <laughs> come on! I know. Come she, on. she takes the guy in the it's webbing tough. just to spite you. It's tough. Uh, I'll just grab Quincy. <laughs> but you think the human is easier for me to grab that one? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll grab you. That one looks more edible, but also okay. Um, the life of crime does not pay. <laughs> it's fair. Okay, um, so you um, run over, grab Quincy, and with the last of your movement, you are able to quickly cross the gap to the van. Um, holding the, yeah. And as you go, um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that it then goes back to the, mm, uh, yeah, uh, it then goes back to the top of initiative. Um, 
Yeah. Um, when does the building go? What's the building's initiative? I know, it's been a yeah, while. So I imagine it's, it's probably the end of this. Yeah. Um, Adam, it then goes to you. I'm sitting in the van. Yeah. I have buckled my seatbelt. Okay. I have no fucking clue what's going on outside the van, and I'm okay with that. Okay. You look and you see the driver, he just floors it. And the ga- he Wee. hits the gas pedal, and he just goes out, and so... Um, oh, wait. The- I am going to pull my pistol out and point mm. it at the back of his head. Don't try anything funny. <laughs> so, all right, you made your point very clear. And, yeah, as he begins speeding off, you guys can hear the rumbling of the building behind you as it just begins co- to come crashing down, just collapsing, all these supports just beginning to break and snap. And behind you, you see two figures left behind, one of them sobbing as he's trying to cut his friend free. Oh my God. But then suddenly the, there, you hear a snapping of webbing, and he's just, I don't know if we have enough time. And, uh, I've always loved you. Ooh, and then they die. And so, yeah, and then... No, let's please not kill two. And then you hear uh, there's just a clap as the young one grabs his shoulder. You said that we'd get into this for treasure and riches. How are we hearing this? We're in a van moving away. Um, what have happened at the moment? He's yeah. dying. So, I think what we really had, the real treasure, <laughs> was a friendship we made along the way. I'm glad uh, you're dying! And so the then the other one grabs the other and goes, I want my fucking gold, you bastard! And as you watch, as the van's pulling away, the buildings are collapsing in the cloud. You just see them get to their feet, and they become engulfed in a cloud of dust as the building just comes down. And then, uh, as it explodes and billows outwards, the two figures limping towards you guys, and with a final jump, like something out of an action movie, they both leap forward, one of them, their heads still encased from the eyes up in webbing, as the two of them strike an action hero pose as they jump out. That's actually bad, but we can't let them get away. (laughs) (laughs) These men have to be stopped, they're too powerful. Yeah. (laughs) The Lester pushes them back into the No. (laughs) They're too lucky. Yeah, uh, so anyhow, uh, the van skids to a halt, and you see that the two of them are now completely gray with uh, construction dust, just limping towards you guys. And yeah, inside, you can hear like all of the uh, members of the mob that are still alive, with the exception of the short man, they're all like cheering and clapping. And, yeah, that's my boy! What, what I fucking tell you, Mickey, you son of a bitch! And yeah, the going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I get, I get out. I, I pop my jacket. I, I assume that the the jolt from the car like pops one of my spine. <laughs> I'm gonna say, lucky old man comes into effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I get, I get, I actually get reverse whiplash where I can feel better. <laughs> so then I just like pop out of the car and I walk up. I'm like, are, are you two okay? <sighs> and. Th- and the two of them look at each other. Well, or one of them looks at the guy with the webbed up eyes and. Better than ever, all the same. All right. Uh, okay, go full. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, while this is going, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used. No get. more friendship speeches. Okay. Uh, no more friendship speeches. You pull a pose like that. That man over there will shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the van has come to a complete halt. Um, st- the cloud of dust is still obscuring the sun. Like you guys. It's basically like, you know, um, basically like post-dust storm almost, it yeah. feels like. And you guys, uh, it's kind of tough to see, but at the same time you can see very clearly inside the van, there's a whole bunch of members of the Irish Mafia, 
including one uh, short man who's just kind of uh, he look he looks like he knows when he's been defeated and he's just glowering down at the floor, just kind of this far off stare in his eyes. And there is still a wrapped up package hmm. lying between all of you. All right, so I I grab the package. Uh, I'm going to move out into the sunlight, okay. or whatever the obscured sunlight is, and says, okay. "All right, put it down." And I say, "All right, Miss, someone in there? Knock, knock." There is no response. All right. Well, if there's nothing in here, I'm going to open it up in direct sunlight to check what's inside. Uh, it's obscured, but not that. Yeah, whatever's in there won't know it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So I begin to slowly unravel the package. You begin unravel. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to change my powers loadout to okay. my anti-evil loadout. Okay. So yeah, you just step behind <laughs> you're him. Sit, you're sitting there thinking, I don't like evil. As you mentally step out of the car, uh, the concrete shackles around your legs crumble into dust and flake away. Mm. So you walk over, unburdened now, and you begin loading up your shotgun and leveling it at the, at the package. Right. Oh no, I, I, I'm, I'm prepping my fist of holy power. Oh, actually, okay. fuck, I don't do that. Yeah. I make like a little space in the package, I turn it substantial and just stuff my face into it. Oh my mm. god. Oh, is that a good idea? Well, um, like, can't drink the blood of a ghost. Uh, uh, in the middle of this some okay. guy's tank. You, oh, what if it's a ghost vampire? So you well then, that's going to be a learning experience for Blackmore. <laughs> you uh, raise the package up a bit and you poke your head in to get some space and you see the frozen figure of a young girl, maybe 10 years old or so, um, sort of like frozen in a rictus of horror uh, I, and only her eyes are moving as she looks at you. Looking down, you can see that there is what appears to be like a bloody wooden stake that has been hammered ah, into her chest directly into the heart. Oh. Is this the girl from the tapes that we saw? It look it looks exactly like her. Alright, so Hello miss. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, we're with the Mythos unit. We'll be taking you into custody shortly, but I assure you that you are no longer in possession of the Irish Mafia. Can you blink? I'll take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> So I pull the thing out, I come back to Substantial, it's like, well, it's definitely a vampire. Uh, it seems that yeah. she's been staked, also, as such as paralyzed. You also notice that when her mouth was eyed open, she did have very sharp canines. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely a vampire from the apartment case. Oh no, it's that other thing that can be staked and not die. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's been staked, they, they've been staked, however, so they're paralyzed for the moment. Looks I figure like, well, we do, we can figure something out once we get back to the station. Looks like someone did the, the artwork for us already. Yeah. Okay. Chip load, loads a, a steak into his gun. <laughs> Just a, the double steak. Uh, Robin Hood style. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> now he knows it 100% works. Oh yeah, that's true. It's verified. Yeah, before it, that this was just a random expenditure uh, to make steak-based ammunition. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah, also, now I can justify this in the yearly budget. Back in the car, um, I'm going to say everybody's still in the van. You notice that um, there is a widening pool of blood below um, Frankie's nearly torn-off leg, and he is looking like he is drooping in and out of consciousness. All right. Uh, anybody have anything to do with I up his leg. <laughs> okay. That is not sanitary. Um, without... <laughs> Uh, sterile. Yeah. Uh, the webbing begins to kind of go red, but nothing else is leaking out. Right, so um, can I attempt to just use first aid? Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'll see if I can do anything. Uh, that is a 12. Okay. So it's a 16 altogether? He is stabilized. Yeah. So you see, like, Blackmore uh, basically just looks around. Uh, so he takes the webbing that he has. He starts yeah. forming, like, a tourniquet around the wound. You do yeah. it in all the right places, and all the arteries are pinched off. Yeah. 
Alright, well, he's stabilized, but he's probably lost a lot of blood. We're gonna need to get him to a hospital. So I'll get on the radio, I'll start calling for EMTs and various wagons okay. and such. As you do this, you hear the screeching of tires next to the van. You look out and... It's another see, van! Uh, but it's our van! Yeah, exactly, it's your van. And uh, you just see Irvine in the driver's seat, and he just gives a, head, a sharp head nod to you. Alright. Um... Okay, um, well, so I'm thinking, do we want Irvine to take him to the hospital, or do we want to wait for... We probably want to wait for an ambulance with a, you know... No, yeah, right, a thing. All right. Wait. So, um, a few min uncomfortable minutes passed, at which point... Oh, if any uh, Chip's been handcuffing people and shoving them into the back of our van. Okay, um, yeah. so you do that one after another, um, just patting them down for any additional weaponry and stuff. And for the short fellow, as you pat him down... Wait, we got the short guy into the car? Pat? Well, he was he was just winded. It's just he's not going to yeah. take another bolt, uh, shotgun slug to the chest. Yeah. Oh. You pat him down, and you feel a lump of something in one of his coat pockets, and you take it out. <clears throat> It seems to be this vial, mm. uh, like a glass vial filled with this sort of swirling, multicolored liquid that seems to sh change shape and refract before your very eyes. <sighs> we found the power juice. Alright, I go through an evidence bag. Yup, you bag it up. All right, and it. soon enough, after um, a number of minutes, at which point they're all in the back of the van, um, EMTs show up, as well as an ambulance and stuff like that, and they load Frankie into the back. Yep. And a couple other police vehicles come up as well, and they begin looking over the area. And soon enough, you guys are able to take the van back to New Scotland Yard, um, where Hightower is standing outside waiting for all of you to come up personally. And Fantastic work, all of you. We were able to get a number of the members of the uh, McCarthy family, including one Mr. Michael St. Michael. So it's good that uh, he is in our custody. Oh, shit. Uh, that's, that's the Michael guy... St. Michael McCarthy. Well, no, that's the thing. That's the guy that owns the uh, the pest business. Uh -huh. It was Michael St. Michael Pest Removal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And right. he's clearly the one with the earth power. Yeah. So with the, uh, the package, sort of... So Franklin's going to carry the package in, and he's going to ask for a... Like a grinner type cell, um, mm -hmm. to be cleared just so that he can interrogate the vampire safely. Okay. Mm. I will go with you. I want to interrogate this vampire. And also, okay. Chip will go with you and stand behind you with a state gun. To, yes. Because you guys are morons. Why are you interrogating the vampire? <laughs> so, I am, I am uh, actually offering to take the stake out because I feel I, like it you, seems you guys are going to have to stabilize the vampire. Wait, once you take the stake out, she should be fine. Oh, I don't vampires. Don't, See, the don't thing is, we have like a domination. Are we worried about any any sort of... Uh, I put on reflective sunglasses. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ultimate defense. Um, well, what I would assume is that I take the stake out and you stay in ghost form. Yeah. So okay. she can't touch you. And then if anything happens, I mean, I'm sure I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And you can okay. just phase out and go get help. Sure. Right, you know and that... Chip will stand outside the door with a gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So well, you're, you're behind the two-way glass. Oh, sorry, the one-way glass. Yeah. The... So, um, you put the vampire, the staked vampire, in a, you know, cell. In a, an entirely separate room away from any of the other myths on the lower levels. Yeah. And, yeah, it's entirely up to you as to how you wish to, uh... Alright, so yeah, I, I check to make sure that Chip is standing outside grabbing uh, a steak. Does anyone yeah. else want to do anything with the vampire? No. Does anyone else have any... Then, yeah, I'm going to put her down. I'm going to have to request a bed be put in this room. So I, like, have them bring in, like, an emergency cot. I put the girl down on the bed. And I'm okay. Gonna, um, 
But I have platform, yep. go ghost. So I, right. I turn insubstantial. Yeah. I got right. chip, chip behind the one-way glass. Um, and then I'm going to reach down and I'm going to pull the stake oh, out. I'll be in the other side of the interview room, too. Yeah. I'm going to say some things into the speaker, you know, mm. like... Maybe. Amateur! Yeah. Okay, so but you... I'm going to pull the stake out. You, with one firm yank, there's a bit of a, a nasty squelching sound as it, like, grinds against gristle and stuff, but with one firm... You pull it out, and the girl immediately responds, just, Oh, fuck me sideways with a railroad support that ass like a son of a bitch! Oh, fuck me! Now, now, no reason to be rude. You know, throw the steak out the oh, Chip, I think that if you were to have something removed from your heart, you would be a bit... <gasps> Tense. And as you Good look, oh, Quincy, there is this gaping thing that no person should be able to survive right in the center of her heart. And she's oh, look, you got anything to... I give her a coat. Mm. No, look, you know, I could really go for a bit of a drink right now if you know what I'm saying. Do we have any blood bags in the Scotland Yard anywhere? Uh, I'm gonna say yes. It's I, my blood's not the best. Yeah. Mm. So uh, I'll basically. Uh, so I imagine that that's a thing. We basically ask for a couple blood bags. Before I mean, you then. can face her wall. Yeah. Anyone and come back, right. or you could just say it, and one of the people who aren't in the room. Well, the ghost yeah. has to get has to bring it in, right? We don't want to open the door. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I will bring in a blood bag. Yep. And I'll just sort of like lay it down uh. on the bed. Yeah, I, will, I will pour it into a cup and give her the cup. Okay, uh, she immediately Whoa, just... can get her fingerprints, right? She yeah. guzzles it down like a person who's been uh, actually, in the desert I actually pour week. half the bag in. Okay. Um, she, obviously you can't fill a yeah. glass with an entire... As bag. you watch, she begins to drink and the wound slowly begins knitting itself closed. Like, now it's maybe the si- a fraction of the size it was, but it's still visible. And well, come on then. Don't hold out on me, man. Well, I mean... I'm, I'm sure that you need this, but we have Are you going to give me the cutting blood or not? Well, we have a couple questions. Oh, for fuck's sake. Listen, would you rather be interrogated by us or the man that I assume staked you? Uh, well, I think you took care of a man that staked me now, didn't you? We did. But, I mean, it seems that you have a lot of enemies. Uh. And at the moment, one... Elizabeth Chambers is the one that's presenting you right now. Oh, that cunt again. That's lovely, isn't it? Uh, uh, we were hoping that you might be able to clear up some things regarding your encounter with her. All right, but first... And she just wiggles the cup in front of you. I give her a bit. All right. And ah, that takes the edge off, doesn't it? And it knits, her, it, it knits shut and she just readjusts her shirt to cover up the thing. Alright, so, what you want to know, then? We understand that you had an altercation with Miss Chambers a few days ago. About, what was this, like a day ago? Um, I mean, I did have a bit of an encounter with a certain somebody, but it depends on why you're asking that sort of thing. Well, as it stands... And as you say this, um, there was one other thing that was in the bag, uh, like a large sort of like um, newsboy sort of hat that had been knocked off her head, and uh, she sort of reaches down to the bag and she just like picks it up, dusts it off, and just slaps it back on her head. Wait, so you're telling me she was like some sort of chimney? (laughs) She actually looks like a little... If she got turned to the 1800s, it's entirely possible that she never changed her clothes or outfit. She looks almost exactly like a chimney sweep, yes. Uh, Okay. 
And so, yeah, she it's just... It's me, one of the Bowery boys! <laughs> she just leans against the back of the cell, <laughs> one hand behind her head as she just um, relaxedly sips at the mug of blood that you gave her. Well, as it stands right now, uh, Miss Chambers is saying that you attacked her indiscriminately. Is that sore on your throat by any chance? Side effect of the, uh... And, uh... I put my, I put my hand through Yeah, him. and he gestures to the ghostly nature of his body. Alright. <sighs> Precautions, you see. Well, I mean, there was a reason I was there and all that, but... I mean, you're not giving me really much of a reason to trust you, you might say. Uh, I'm gonna throw about 15 on diplomacy. Well, um, I mean... We're your best chance of being treated uh, like a person and not like a myth. Um, because, you know, uh, the practices here, are they, while necessary in some cases, uh, I think are a little unfair, especially myths that are sentient like you. So, you know, I, I'd love to be able to help you out, maybe get you some more amenities in here. Um, but she just, yeah, she's looking at you through narrowed eyes, just kind of sizing you up. And if you don't tell us what happened... The only person to tell us what did happen is Miss Chambers. And if you are found to be the perpetrator of the crime that she commits, your amenities will be much harder to get. And we might even have to hand you over to the Midtown Council, which, I mean, we hate, we hate mm. to hear. Oh, uh, Yeah, I'm not concerned about them. See, alright, so, those kinds that attacked me and all that, you know, um, McCarthy family and all that. See, what I want to know... Mm. Sorry. Chip wouldn't actually say this, but I feel like this is something that the, someone else in the room might know, might say, is that if she actually didn't, like, like, if you can, if she can, can be proved innocent, she can actually be let go. Because technically speaking, we don't actually have proof of her yeah. committing yeah. any crimes. As much as the anti-myth laws are very, like, totalitarian, we can't just arrest myths for um, existing. I'm gonna say that at this point, you actually get a phone call, Chip. Um... It's from one of the uh, officers who was... They were digging through the rubble trying to find some stuff. Um, so we found a basement below the um, building. Apparently this is where she was living. We found a number of things there. Just a few basic amenities, a backpack full of some things, an old mattress. And we also found a number of old used blood bags. Ah. Like the sort of thing you can get at a hospital. Uh, does it have... Insert the name of the hospital where blood bags are being stolen. From. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so Chip being yeah. Chip. Yeah, being Chip. Tricks the fucking Dory. Well, no. Yeah. Uh, goes on the mic. Uh, we can actually hold her for theft of blood from whatever hospital. Uh, uh, she sputters a bit, and a trickle of blood comes out of her nose. Uh, Uni's found all of the stolen blood from that hospital in her little hidey hole underneath the building. She gives you the most... Um, uh, like, her expression goes from languid, like, somebody who's seen it all, to what can only be described as gigantic Disney princess eyes. I've got no idea what you're talking about. I've never been to a hospital before, I swear. Please. Please don't put me away, mister. Please. Well... Being held for attempted murder and assault is far more stringent than theft, so I suggest that we elaborate on what happened in Miss Chambers' apartment. And she just looks between the two of you with those same eyes and, oh jeez, you're really not buying this, aren't you? You're good. <laughs> How old are you? 
Golden you, that's for sure. Chambers tried the same trick on me. It wasn't really all that effective. Yeah, okay, so you talked to her. If she didn't work on you with her, yeah. All right, all right. <sighs> also, uh, decades of police systematic things have made us immune to chimney sweeps. <laughs> We're protected by the thin blue line. <laughs> oh, no! So, it, so here's what I'm thinking. You all, you're, what is your relation to the McCarthy family exactly? Like, why are you after them? We're the police. <laughs> right, I get it. You're, after, you're the police and all that, but how badly do you want to see them taken down knowing what they do? Well, very much so. I mean, are you able to help? Again, yeah, so any, any help you could give us would be great on our report. At this, she actually seems to lean forward a bit. Well, then it seems as though we're in a rare circumstance where both of our interests are lined up with each other. You see... I don't have believe it. I've been hearing word over the last little while of a couple myths have gone missing. I mean, you probably saw on TV what they were doing with that entire, you know, fart ring and all that. Like, yeah, we heard all about it. Stupid waste of resources, if you ask me. So, it seems as though they've learned their lesson, because a couple other myths have been going missing. And not the ones that, like, live in Myth Town or nothing, like... There are all kinds of folks that, you know, live in the cracks in society. The, the folks that people don't know about. The people that, if they go missing, nobody bats an eye or, or anything. And at this, she actually pauses. I'm looking for a friend of mine. Uh, an individual who may or not be may or not be a vampire such as myself. Mm-hmm. Fell by the name of Boris. Uh, we've been running together for some time. We're vampires, we look out for each other, and he's one of the few that I can actually trust. And now, a few weeks ago, he tells me about this uh, certain individual he's been seeing. Somebody who's been uh, catching his eye, a pretty little thing that they've been having some fun together with and all that. Romantically. Exactly. And an individual by the name of uh, Elizabeth Chambers. Mm. So, he tells me about her. And then, about a week ago, he go, he just goes quiet. I start looking for him, like, we're supposed to meet up and stuff like that, but he never shows up. And I start thinking, maybe Elizabeth Chambers knows something about that. So then, start thinking that maybe something went wrong with her. So I'll go, and I decide to ask a couple questions, maybe some hard ones if need be. I'll go up to her apartment, she opens the door, I'll tell her I'll know that what, about what she did with my mate Boris. She invites me in. And the second she does, uh, she starts hitting me with myth abilities. Mm. Seems that uh, she's not as innocent or as uh, delicate as one might assume. What kind of abilities? Sonic, mostly. Um, sound loud, all that. And she gestures to her ears and you can see a bit of dried blood running down from her uh, eardrums. Mm. Oh, that's something awful it did. And uh, despite that, I fought through it, tried to attack her back, then she... Unfortunately, found a way to drive me off. I fled into the night, tried to regroup, went to my hardy hole, you might say, but as I did, a bunch of men knocked on the top door. A bunch of men with all kinds of stuff. More of the things that can, uh, you know, keep a vampire down. Keep him, you know, contained, you might say. But uh, Blackmore kind of just point, like, basically makes a pointed thing yeah, yeah, of pushing yeah. through his chest. Well, that's the thing. They held me in place with all their methods, and they told me that. Uh, they held up a cell phone. And at this she actually pauses. I heard Boris on the other end. He wasn't making good sounds. And they said 
that if I came with them willingly, like, they could make the noises stop. You believe them? What choice did I have? Hmm. So, they pushed that, she gestures at the spark, through my chest. They bundled me up so I wouldn't fry in the sunlight. And they were, as they were coming up, that's when all this ruckus came about. And next thing I know, I'm down here. You guys unwrap me and uncork me and here we are. How did Chambers know your uh, hidey hole location? That is a good look, good question. I'm guessing that maybe she don't have more than one ability. Hmm. Well, I mean, this seems pretty open and shut to me. Um, you were put in a very unfortunate situation, and, you know, um, we, I, I think we would, I can speak for us when I would say we would love to help you find your friends. Uh, um, see, now, and she actually smiles a bit, revealing her canons. Here's what I'm thinking. I mean, you could say you could help me find my friend, but I could also help you take down the McCarthy families with the right arrangement. Or act. And you're catching on quick, guys. <laughs> now, here's what I'm thinking. It's tough being a vampire, living in today's society, looking as I do. And she gestures to herself, a ten-year-old girl. <laughs> so, here's what I'm thinking. Um, you could keep me down here. And I could, you know, waste my time whiling away the hours and all that, you know, not doing much. Or I could have um, an interesting bit of custody arrangement, you might say. Specifically, I'd like a place to stay. You know, a nice place, supervised if need be, but a place where I can kick my heels up, not have to worry about where I'm getting my next meal, or, you know, wondering if the sun's going to come in through the window cracks the wrong way, or anything like that. And in exchange... I'll make a pact with one of you lot, and in addition, should anything major go down, you'll have a vampire in the corner willing to kick some tail alongside all you lot. You're proposing a, basically a job offer. Uh, more or less. I've got, um, I mean, given my resume, I can see why you might be interested. I, I look through the window where I approximately think the Lestra is, considering that we already have someone that's borderline vampire. Yeah, but she's not going to join permanently. She's just going to be there if we need help. Mm -hmm. So she's saying, I'm not a vampire at all. Well, vampire adjacent. <laughs> I'm not a vampire adjacent at all. I don't suck people's blood. Like, I eat them I and I them. drink the blood. Again, adjacent. I don't know. I guess I could stand next to a vampire. <laughs> but anyway, so I... I um, well, I mean, in regards to a place, um, what were you interested in? Vampire and holy child. Vampire, holy child. No, I'm <laughs> not taking a vampire into my home. <laughs> well, um, a place with a room with no windows where I can sleep and all that. Somewhere where I can walk around at night without, uh, you know, people questioning what a girl like me is doing up at a time like this and all that. A place where I can get, um, you know, a little bit of blood every now and then. Not too much, but, you know, I, mean, I need she's... to be kept regularly supplied. So, so she's I... kind of just describing her cell, honestly. So, like, so actually, what, I, what I'm going to do is, I, I, when she says, like, no windows, they're looking around like, well, we have a place with no windows. No, I mean, not a cell. A, like, you know, a house. Like what real people live in or all that. Well, a house in this economy? <laughs> yeah. Hey, vampire... Look, your heart, if you were to hire me, my salary don't come cheap, mate. 
Um, well, I mean, an arrangement could definitely be made to, uh -huh. get, to get you an apartment uh -huh. and some blood. That being said, we'll need to talk to our superiors about it. Alright. And we'll need to make sure, we'll need to have you sign some papers, uh, we'll need, we might, might require some monitoring if you're going to be a consultant. Alright. You might have to give us some of your privacy. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Frostapay and all that. Yeah, but she doesn't tell us that she doesn't show up on digital cameras, so she just goes to the apartment and is like, ha suckers! She was on the security recording. Oh, right, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. The security recorder, because digital cameras don't use silver. Yeah, but, um, well, uh, and we'll, in regards to the pact, we'll, uh, I'll talk to the rest of, uh, the team and we'll see about that. Um, but at the very least, the information, any information you give us would be incredibly helpful. So, um, All right. why don't we, why don't I leave this and I put the blood bag down on the table, which is also in the room. Um, and, um, we will come back with maybe some more blood and hopefully, uh, An arrangement. some arrangements, yes. Alright, so yeah, I'm assuming you walk out of the interview room and I just face up, it up. Wait. It's generally considered rude to have an entire conversation with someone and not even ask their name or introduce themselves. Hmm. Oh, I, well, I find with myths that asking the <laughs> name can sometimes be an insult, especially if there's any sort of contractual issues. But if you would like to share yours, I'm Quincy. Quincy. Sophie. Pleasure to meet you, and I, re I reach my hand out. And she uh, she actually raises her eyebrows at that, and she shakes her hand. Um, yeah, making sure to put the exact correct amount of pressure as befitting of a normal ten-year-old girl. Yeah. Uh, Franklin, Inspector Blackmore, I'd shake, but, uh... <coughs> the hands just float past each other. Right, right. Wait, Understood. no, you would be able to touch yourself while you're a ghost. How would you grab stuff out of your pocket? Oh, that's true. So, so uh, he kind of just gestures to, like, you know... Well, you just take your hands at the wall. Yeah. Right. Inspector Franklin Blackmore, Sophie Carpenter, vampire at your service. Vampire writ large, as she produces a business card. <laughs> and at this, the intercom comes over. Mythos Unit, if you could uh, meet me upstairs for just a moment. Right. In the meeting room. Okay, so okay. you head out, and Sophie just gives an idle little wave with her fingers as she lounges back on her cot. Yeah, so Blackmore walks through the wall, rematerializes, yeah. and I'm like, Bleh! Ugh, staying in that for too long's a bit of a trip. Mm. Okay, so heading upstairs, you meet um, Superintendent Hightower. So he's standing, and he has the vial that you found chip in his hands. He's examining it closely. We've had the toxicology labs run an analysis of this. We don't know what it is exactly, but whatever it is, it's powerful stuff. There's all kinds of trace elements in here. Things that, frankly, are nearly impossible to find under the right circumstances. But, um, essentially, we have a number of blood uh, samples of numerous uh, myth-related creatures. Uh, Zeronium that's run through several uh, chemical batches, being mixed with various things, and numerous other things that we don't even have names for. But whatever this is, this is powerful stuff. And uh, yeah, you can actually see it, like the light catches it, and a rainbow shimmer just trails across the room, like in a dark room with an aquarium. So various types of myth blood, mm. and presumably other myth substances, with the Zeronium to ground it to keep it from immediately killing anyone. Whatever this is, we are guessing it is meant to be ingested, but we don't know the effects of what will happen if 
it does. So we're, we will get it analyzed, but if this was in the hands of the McCarthy family, this means that they have access to all kinds of resources, and some of these resources can only be found in one place specifically. Well, that explains where all the missing myths are going. They're farming them. And also, given the fact that the individual that you apprehended, Michael St. Michael, was also using myth powers, that also raises some other questions as well. Hmm. I mean, he's not just a packed user, you think? It sounds like he is a packed user, from the sounds of things, but where is he getting the myths to form the packs with? And, and, and you could stroll down Myth Town. Mm. We are also sending individuals to uh, reinvestigate Elizabeth Chambers as well, but we're exercising extreme caution in doing so. And, and also, people don't just make packs like that, right? Like it's yeah, but it's a pretty you are big commitment. A myth. Uh, if you are a mob boss and have money, that's true. You can just go up to a myth who's having a hard time and being like, "I'll pay your rent for you know the next year. Mm. Make a pact." Yeah, and then they right. find out that the money they get is in Quaid, which is useless in Myth Town. And they're like, but, but he's like, oh, well, we made a deal. Maybe if we make another one, uh, it'll be a bit more beneficial to you. Now, we're currently trying to speak to the individuals involved with Myth Town regarding these developments. We're waiting to hear back from them, but until they do, the fact remains that it sounds like the McCarthy family has access to a number of resources that are outside of our normal range of... Acquisition. Well, Zeronium, if they're not getting it from the dwarves, and the dwarves haven't reported it missing, that means... They're getting it from the trolls. The troll markets. Hmm. And in addition, some of the other substances we believe to have come from there as well. Hmm. Whatever this means, it will require investigation. But, nevertheless, we are considering an option. And by no means do, do are any of you obligated to take us up on it, but we are considering the possibility of having an agent go undercover and become involved with some of the individuals in the troll market community. Sort of an undercover agent to investigate some of the substances they're selling and to possibly find a link between them and the McCarthy family. I might point out at this point that uh, before my time here, I was a narcotics officer. Noted. Undercover is somewhat of a specialty for me. All right. You've certainly got the abilities for it. Yeah, but I have the history. The when, history. Well, last time we went undercover in the troll markets, I managed to persuade a dealer that I was hmm. uh, interested in picking up the where the uh, dwarfy uh, snatch left off with their uh, zeronium drug trade. I used the coins we got uh, from the dwarves as uh, proof that I was working with them. Interesting. You already have an in. I do. Huh. Well, uh, Lavender, as much as I respect the fact that you do have history working with the drug trade, the fact is we have an individual here with a connection. Absolutely. And we all. And also, I do know that Chip has the brass to be able to stand his ground under the supervision of a number of trolls, some of the most more mm, ill-tempered and dangerous myths currently running about the streets of London. Mm. So I believe that if you were to volunteer for this role, uh, Adams, then I dare say you would be well suited to the position. Sure, I was already interested in looking into that. Well, the fact that we let them have a roving black market just mm. 
hiding around the city. That's oh. true. Well, this will be able to... With this, we might be able to get a bit of a lead on them, control some of the things coming in and out. Sounds like a uh, fine use of resources. Mm. Louis Vare, keep an eye out for a scimitar. Uh, yay big, rubies encrusted. Currently missing uh, current uh, theft case in the works. I'll keep you informed if I see it. Oh. All right, then. So, um, I'll go speak with some of the other individuals involved in those departments. Um, we'll have some paperwork ready as well. Um, I will leave you folks alone for a little while. And with that, he nods and steps out. Hmm. <sighs> well, Chip, it's going to be a shame to see you go, but I thank you, like you said, you've got a knack for this sort of thing. Yeah, well, uh, it's something I had actually talked to some of our uh, dwarven friends about before. The uh, And no offense, but I don't think anyone else really has the right attitude. No, you're clearly the man for the job. It's the right attitude he cocks his gun. Mm. If you remember, Chip <laughs> previously got into a troll market without paying by threatening the uh, guard to... With a gun. <laughs> with a gun. Mm. The trolls only respect one thing. That thing is gun. Yeah. Uh, also, you'll be able to do a lot of research in your spare time and look up the weaknesses of trolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, good luck on your mission. <clears throat> hope you're... Well, I, ho- I hope you, that you are all right. And just watch out for yourself. And maybe... And Quinty puts his hand on Chip's shoulder. Maybe living amongst the trolls, you'll learn something. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks, Quincy. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> All right, and with that, um, uh, high tower comes back in. All right. Um, if you head down the hallway, uh, two doors on your left, you'll be able to speak the individuals involved with paperwork. All right. Well. Until next time, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Spider. <laughs> yeah, the three gen. Yikes! <laughs> I say nothing. Yeah, we don't even know what's coming. Um, she just morphs into I a. Right through you. Yeah, she uh-huh. just morphs into a spider for like a half second and immediately goes back to. Her I've been a spider room. this whole time. <laughs> cool. Okay. People in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Just, just keep going. It's fine. Um, yeah, um, I will say that the people of Scotland Yard involved with your cult, uh, they just nod to you as you pass by. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, and with that, uh, Chip Adams heads out the door and down the hallway. And for a moment, um, yeah, Hightower watches him, and, well, that's an interesting development. Um, I mean, uh, considering everything that's been going on, it looks like we might be down a member, and it might just be the four of you for a time until we find somebody new to replace, uh, Adams. Mm. And as you contemplate the silence, suddenly... Well, yeah, so I was going to say, uh, this, um, Blackmore goes, Well, there is something we were meaning to talk to you about. Oh? We may have, uh, another... What's Felistra's, uh, thing again? Uh, specialist? Mm. We may have... Consultant. consultant. We may have consultant. another consultant that we can work with. But it's going to be tricky. And he just looks at you, nodding slowly. I'm listening. And with that, we will end it here for tonight for our latest episode of Mythos Unit. Ooh. Man, uh, things definitely 
<laughs> Things definitely went on in an interesting way. Um, you guys fucking bulldozed through that whole fight. Like, yeah. they... Yeah. The enemies were rolling very poorly, and you guys were rolling very well. So between the two of those, uh, yeah, you guys did absolutely fantastic. Well, I mean, it was based on how long it took, I think it was probably a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Great. It started the same way, and the same way. The there guys you go. Van, the package, done. <laughs> <laughs> it's bookends. We could have just let them walk into the van with the package, sealed them up in the van, mm-hmm. saved themselves some trouble. All right, yeah. But, you know, but the building didn't get blown up, and yeah. that's an accomplishment, I guess. And it wasn't even your fault. Look, it's not even a, it's not a mythos unit thing until some large piece of architecture is destroyed. That's First, true. It was a church, now it's a building. Uh, Which means by the end of this, Old Bailey is just going to get blown the fuck up. No, by the end of the campaign, London is just going to be sinking into the ocean. (laughs) We did it, everyone! We saved the city! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, thanks everybody for joining us, and we hope to see you next time. Have a fantastic night. Good night, everyone. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.